I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I miss you, man. I miss you, man. I miss you, I miss you, man. Do I miss you, I miss you, man. I miss you, I miss you, man. Do I miss you? That's right, everybody. This is I Miss You, Man. My name is Lonnie. I'm here with my friend Dylan. We're here in the big, great big podcasting studio in the sky. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We are dead. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> How you doing, Dylan? Yeah, I'm all right. What's going on with you? Not a whole lot. Uh, this show is called Missy Man, and it's actually Dylan's greatest joy each week to explain to new listeners what this podcast is all about. Please take it away, my friend. Well, Lonnie, it's usually about you and me catching up each week. We take each other through topics, and that could be anything. It could be life, pop culture, and everything in between. And this week, we're kind of doing all those things, aren't we? A little bit, yeah. This is uh, part of our special ongoing series, The Christina Chronicles. Hell yeah. And what do we do in The Christina Chronicles, Dylan? We take a deep dive into the filmography of the one, the only, the blessed Christina Ritchie, friend of the show. Oi, oi, oi. Oi, 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 Christina Ritchie. Um, and it's Chapter 3, Dylan. I think it's the one everyone's been waiting for. Uh, it's definitely the one I've been waiting for, personally. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What are we looking at today, Dylan? The 1991 film, The Addams Family. The no no The no Now, it's fair to say this is Christina Ricci's most famous role, I reckon. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I guess so, yeah. It's this little speed racer, maybe? It's definitely a toss-up between the two. Yeah, I'd throw Casper <laughs> in there too, you know? Yeah, I think I think Casper's probably up there. Mm. Um, and, like, no, she was a child actor, and she has, obviously, we're going to go into all her films, and she's had a huge career as an adult, but mm. not the worst thing in the world to be associated with a really cool character like Wednesday Adams. I wouldn't have thought. No, no. I was going to say, she's... Um, when people think of Wednesday Adams, they pretty much think of the Christina Ritchie version. Mm. So... And we'll probably get into this, but they're doing a new series about Wednesday, apparently. With oh. Tim Burton is directing it for Netflix in the next oh, little bit. That's, that's a little bit perfect, right? Well, he was apparently attached or invited to direct this, mm. um, but he didn't, <laughs> clearly. God. I think he was busy doing the, the Batman Returns uh, movie, so. Oh, that's a shame he yeah. would have nailed this he would have knocked it out of the park i reckon i reckon so too. 90s tim burton oh. mm. yeah back when he still cared oh rough <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah it, it's funny that you know the goodwill that people have for these films which i'm kind of going to get into i think a lot of that is just about wednesday in some ways oh okay mm. controversial point <laughs> we'll see <laughs> what's your experience with the adams family dylan well, I used to I used to watch it on the odd occasion, the original. I think it was the '60s show, was mm-hmm. it the black and white one? Mm-hmm. 
uh, on the odd occasion on Nick at Night. All right. If you've heard of that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I used to watch the cartoon from the 90s a fair bit on Cartoon Network when I was little too. Was it any so, good, yeah. the cartoon? I watched it a lot. I remember that. So mm. either it was good or I was very easily entertained. <laughs> well, given that speed race is up there for years, probably. Stop it. <laughs> Back off, Lonnie. Okay, I'm backing off, I'm backing <laughs> off. Um, now, I haven't had the chance to delve too deeply into the Adams Family media franchise, Empire. Mm. I might, we might do that next time because there's a sequel coming up. Um, what? But <laughs> you probably understand the Adams Family started as like actual cartoons, like in the New Yorker cartoons. Yes, yes. They were like unnamed until the show, I believe. If that... Yeah. Yeah. I think they started like in the 30s and the show came around in the 60s. So they were around for a while before they sort of crossed over into um, film and TV. Yeah. Um, and I don't, I, again, I haven't looked into the, the creator yet, but his name is Charles Adams. Mm. So he was named after himself. That's weird, right? Yeah, it's either weird and it's in a little bit uh, of an autobiographical situation. <laughs> I hope not. I hope not. <laughs> I certainly hope not. Now, as you um, mentioned, there's a, TV show that's quite popular in the 60s. Although I, I've heard some things um, that the Munsters, have you heard of the Munsters? I have, yeah. What's uh, what's the situation there? Were they like kind of ripping each other off? Or? Well, I think they came about in the same time. The Munsters were actually all um, monster family, like as a, a wolfman in a Frankenstein sort of situation, I think. Uh, okay, so it's like less ambiguous than the mm. Adams family. Yeah, okay. And I think at the time that Monsters was like the the successful breakaway hit, but then the Adams family has sort of had that staying power mm. because I think if there's one show people know, it's probably the Adams family rather than the Monsters these days, right? Oh yeah, no one no one remembers the Monsters. They're mm. not still getting movies made about them. Exactly. No. Uh, and kind of this came out in the nineties, and it seemed like really in vogue in the nineties to revive an old TV show as a movie, didn't it? <laughs> You got, oh, yeah. I just think a few at the top of my head. I had The Fugitive, um, The Brady Bunch, Mission Impossible, Maverick, um, Charlie's Angels that came out in the 2000s, but like still. Oh, yeah. It's, oh, it's sneaking in there. Yeah. Do you think like in 30 years we'll have big movies based on popular TV shows for the last decade or so? Like uh, a Big Bang Theory blockbuster or something? What do you reckon? Oh, please, no. No. <laughs> I think more of the situation nowadays is just like. Uh continuing the show's story in movie form, kind of like El Camino, Breaking mm. Bad, that mm. sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. I think these days, and probably in, obviously back then, the show's never dead, is it? There's always a chance to revive it in some way. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, now, there's been, as you said, there's been a few other um, movies and TV shows. There's like the animated series, um, film from years ago. That Did you ever see that one? The one with, um, uh, what's his name, from Cody Dameron? Oh, the cartoon one. Oscar yeah, Isaac, yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah. No, I haven't seen it. I heard it was not great. Yeah. So, kind of steered away. <laughs> but really, I think if anyone likes, if there's any goodwill about the Adams Family, it's from these 1990s movies. Oh, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Maybe if you're around for the 60s or watch the 60s show in some way. But yeah, these 90s movies are the ones that, that really are the, the uh, jewel in the empire, I reckon. The quintessential Adams Family experiences. Exactly. Would you say that? I yeah. would say that. Okay. Yes. Having said all that, though, Dylan, yeah. what are your overall thoughts of this film? It's all right. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's, it's 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 fairly good. Um, I mean, for those that don't know, the basic plot: Lonnie's you know, uncle Fester's been missing for twenty five years. I think mm-hmm. they say. Mm-hmm. And then a lady with a son who looks just like him tries to pass him off as the real uncle Fester mm. and trying to steal the Adams family fortune. I had no idea that was a plot. <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird plot line. It really is because, I mean, I think I'd, I'd seen these as a kid, although looking at this film, I think I might have actually just seen the sequel on TV as a kid um, because if you'd asked me, give me a million dollars, gun to my head, to name the plot of this, this film, I would have no idea that it was about Uncle Fester coming back and stealing the fortune. <laughs> Yeah, I I had never seen it. So, mm. I mean, if I had, I saw it when I was very little and didn't remember anything from it. But mm-hmm. nothing was ringing a bell when I was watching it. It's yeah, it's a it's definitely a unique way they could have gone with the plot. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I liked it well enough, but I wasn't super engaged in that story. Ooh, okay. Um, that, do you feel like it was kind of a bit disconnected? It just sort of had scenes that rolled into each other without much focus. Yeah, I mean. With the movie and, you know, and be honest, with the Adams Family in general, if you're not careful, it can just divulge into a lot of, oh, they like things that most people find scary. Mm. And there's a fair bit of that in mm. the movie. Yeah, it's very much set up, punchline, gag, and then do it again. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it works for the most part, I reckon. I agree and so for the most part. And, yeah, really, the characters, they're pretty... Um, charming and funny and great performances all around I would have thought oh 100% Seth Pugsley uh, is a bit man yeah, but, you know. know. Um, but even though they are kind of very interesting not very deep either oh yeah I mean I mean they love each other like they care about mm. each other they're a very loving family which has always been the appeal like they're weird I mean they're creepy and they're kooky you know mm-hmm. But jazz. they love each other, don't they? So Oh, yeah, at the end of the day, absolutely. But, um, yeah, a special shout-out to Raul Julia as Gomez. I thought he was fantastic as Gomez. Yeah, a really spirited performance. Oh, like... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Loves a wrestle. Oh, yeah. He was very into it, wasn't he? <laughs> like, he was so into it. Like, the enthusiasm was, the enthusiasm was so high, it makes me think that, like, they did. They had cast someone else, and Raul Julia just like forced himself onto mm. set. <laughs> That's right. He was born for this film, wasn't? It? it seems like it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So interesting. And that really, I think all the cast seemed to be having a great time, which is good when you can can feel that in the film, isn't it? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I've got this for later, Dylan. I'm going to say it now because you brought him up. Okay. Are they the horniest couple you've ever seen into any <laughs> film? <laughs> I was going to say, now, it's refreshing. I do love Morticia and Gomez's relationship in general. Mm-hmm. I love that they just, after all these years together, they still just love each other so much. Yeah. They're, they're still so attracted to each other, still that fire and that passion. <laughs> they could probably restrain the sexual tension a bit, uh, especially around the kids. <laughs> like, they don't yep. show any restraint, do they? They could tone it down when they're at the auction. Oh, Yeah. Even when they got company at home, when someone mentions the Bermuda Triangle, oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Second honeymoon, Lonnie. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, you're right. It is refreshing. You know, I've seen people talk about that. It's like it's supposed to be a satire on the the American family, and part of that is that the adults love each other. Yeah, it's I'm a bit like, strange. yeah, I'm like some families where it is like, yeah, the mum is subservient to the dad, but in this one, if anything, he's just subservient to her because he loves her so much and will just mm. do anything for her. He'll he'll kill for her or die for her either way. <laughs> <laughs> it's bliss <laughs> yeah uh, it is it is fun and i think it is that thing it could have gone creepy and like obviously the whole thing's a bit creepy and freaky and whatever mm. but yeah you're right you actually end up lo- loving them loving each other which is not oh, a, yeah. it could have easily gone the other way being like get these people away from everyone else <laughs> yeah yeah true if, they, that, but, if yeah. they had gone a little too much overboard yeah mm. But no, I loved it. Yeah. And the whole film is, is all about the production design and costumes, I think. They're top-notch, mm. aren't they? 100%. The only, the only shaky effects is Thing. Um, mm. He's okay most of the time, but there's some... And I mean, it's 91. Like, mm. come on. But, you know, there's some bits where, like, he doesn't have a shadow on the green screen, that sort of thing. But, you know, yeah. it is what it is. What do you think of Thing? What's the, what's the deal? <sighs> I mean... It's just a hand, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, what is there to say? Thing can, but it can hear and understand what you're saying. Oh, don't delve into this. Okay, like, I this. thought to myself, like, he doesn't have eyes, has he now? <laughs> Where he is, Can yeah. he see anything? Like, was he reading a book at one point, or did I hmm. dream that up? I think that could have been the case. But it's just, yeah, it's magic, I guess, is the answer. So, yeah, that can explain it all away. So, What's with the Adams family in general? Like, we don't know what they are, like. Are they vampires? Are they warlocks and witches? Yeah, well, it's never explained. It's just something you've got to roll with. That's actually one of the notes here I've got, Dylan. <laughs> it's just, are they just freaks? Is that all they are? <laughs> well, they're not just freaks because they're clearly like, well, like, they're not immortal, obviously, because mm-hmm. they have a whole graveyard full of True. Adam's family members. But they're obviously hard to kill. Mm. Because, like, Wednesday puts Pugsley in a fucking electric chair <laughs> and uh, shoots an arrow, uh, assumingly, at his head or into his mouth when he yeah. had that apple in it. So, yeah, it's weird. Yeah. yeah. Talk about introductions, all right? That, that's her first scene, right? <laughs> yeah. Great stuff. She has arrived, is what I've written here. Oh, gosh. <laughs> when you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Uh, but yeah, just talk about the family. I don't mind them being freaks because that's funny, right? The, the whole thing is that 
they're in a normal society, but they're so weird, and that's where the humor comes from. Especially, there's that funny scene where they're um, driving down just a regular 1990s street, but they're in their old car. It's like, yeah, the juxtaposition is funny. Yeah, I mean, that's the whole appeal of the, the whole thing, yeah. But when they're actively hurting other people, I was a bit like, <laughs> come on now, stop driving golf balls into your neighbour's window. Yeah, they're a bit, uh, a bit cruel, aren't they? A little bit of cruelty movie. there. And Pugsley, especially, removing the stop signs to cause accidents in the road and they all wait yeah, around to hear it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, they they love the misery of others in this movie a bit, which mm. is... Because uh, it seemed a bit off to me. So I, I did watch a couple of episodes of the old show, the 60s. Oh, yeah? Where'd you find that? It's actually they MGM has thrown up about 15 episodes for free on YouTube. Oh, very cool. Yeah, they did that in, like, preparation for the, the animated film. Okay, all right. And they're still up there. So I watched a couple of those. Um, and, yeah, they're definitely not cruel and vindictive <laughs> in that show. It's just that people might happen to wander across them and, and mm. get creeped out by them. Mm-hmm. They're ignorant more than anything in the show. They're not right. It's just cruel. that's where the humour comes from, right? That they, they're so yeah. weird but don't realise it. Yeah, exactly. They think they're normal. Yeah. Mm. And other people are weird. That's funny. <laughs> I'll have to watch some of them. I'm very interested in the original show because it's obviously, it spawned this media empire, so it must be interesting to watch. You know what? It's actually pretty funny. Okay. The two episodes I watched anyway. Okay. Um, Uncle Fest is a bit weird. He's like, he's got a weird, like, I don't know, like comedic, that classic comedic 1960s voice, like, hey, Gomez, what are you doing? All right. Yeah. Yeah. Get okay. off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, Christopher Lloyd is really good in this, isn't he? Oh, fantastic. Great all, stuff. All in the eyes. Mm, definitely, <laughs> yeah. Um, but I've, I've read that in the original series, the um, kids weren't so violent towards each other, mm. and that was kind of invented for this um, movie and has kind of been carried on to other things now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but from what I saw, they, they were just nice kids to mm. each other. Okay. The best scene, I think, of the whole film, though, Dylan, mm. is when the kids are on stage doing their Shakespeare and all the blood comes out. What do you what do you think of that? I do love that. The best part is the reactions from the other Adams family yeah. members. They just love it so much. They're so <laughs> proud. It's just so wholesome in a, uh, just a it, dirty, grubby way. <laughs> it is wholesome. You're right. It's a very good way of putting it. Yeah. Um, yes, as I said, Christina has arrived. She has. She has. Uh, her most famous role to date and definitely the most she's given to do in a movie so far from what we've seen mm-hmm. yeah she's basically cameoing in the last two well she's uh, been made a lot but not yeah a lot. definitely cameoing in hard way yeah. <laughs> um but she's very funny she's very likable and not like integral to the um story like she's sort of a it's all about fester and gomez or whatever but you know what a great role to have as a kid and a great role to just knock out of the park. Oh, yeah. Iconic. Iconic, some would say, Lonnie. I think so. Yeah. Now, I love Christina Ritchie in this, but she's got a bit of a five head going, right? Yeah, it's it's funny how they've... um The way they've styled all the characters is a bit off, isn't it? That's part yeah. of it, I suppose. Oh, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, you were incorrect with the best scene, by the way. Oh, Okay. Yeah, it's clearly the mamushka. <laughs> well, I read on Wikipedia that they actually cut that scene down because it wasn't doing so well in the previews. Like, 
Oh, there's screenings. more. There was more apparently, Dylan. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh, it was okay. God. Oh, come on there. Bit of fun. Yeah. In, in terms of that, like he's supposed to. Vester is supposed to be a, a stranger, yet he goes along with the Mamushka really well. And then at the end of the film, I admit I was a little bit sleepy, but. Was there any hint that Festa wasn't actually Festa, or that they were all just sort of going along with the fact that, oh yes, he's been struck by lightning and he got his memories back, and he actually was Festa all along? Did you get the feeling that maybe they were just saying that so they could just carry on? Yeah, they might have got greenlit for a sequel that day, and then just <laughs> they're just like, oh god. <laughs> but well, um, Wikipedia says that yeah, they wanted to make it quite ambiguous, but then that. Um, Christina Ritchie, on behalf of the cast, <laughs> send, the, send the 10-year-old out to advocate for yourselves. Yeah, the cast were all like, no, he should be the real Uncle Fester, and so the, the filmmakers went along with it. What? What? I still feel felt like there was a bit of ambiguity there. What do you reckon? I, I watched it a couple of times. There's one, like, from what I remember, there's one line, and it's the mother going, uh, I should have left you where I found you. Okay. That's pretty much it, though. Hmm. Like, apart from him just, like, naturally fitting in with the Anna's family. But, you know. Totally. Yeah. I don't know. I don't mind. And that's that sort of zany madcap adventure. That, that's an okay ending. Mm. But as I said, I was a bit sleepy and I was like, what's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. The ending just, and that reveal just, like, kind of happens. Mm. You just have Cousin It coming in, like, and then Gomez is like, don't you remember Cousin It? This mm. is really Uncle Fester. He got struck by lightning. Yeah, and I'm just and they all they shook hands, and I was like, "Are you just saying this so it's everyone knows this is not true, but we're just going to go along with it for the sake of the family?" <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what I thought they were going to do in the first place. I thought they were just going to like kind of replace Fester with this guy. Mm. Weird. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't care for cousin it. Do you? Oh, he's all right. He's used sparingly in this, so I, th- I feel he is used as well as he could be, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah. if he was there the whole time, would have gotten old very quick. Yeah, true. Uh, some reviews, Dylan. Have you got any there? No, I don't. No, okay. I don't. What do you have? I've got two. Okay. Um, one's from the BBC. I oh. think this was actually a little bit later, maybe for the DVD release. Oh, sure. Because okay. the whole review mentions... Actually, I'll see if I can find the actual... Does it mention, like, Adam's family values and that sort of thing? No, it mentions that the director, Barry Sonnenfeld, went on to do The Men in Black, so... Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah. So, obviously, must have been a bit later. Anyway, they said, uh, Despite the clever trickery, it is top-notch cast that elevates this film from flimsy to sheer delight. Raul Julia plays Gomez with relish and swashbuckling zeal. Angelica Houston plays the deliciously dark femme fatale Morticia... And the then unknown Christina Ritchie steals the scenes with her hilarious demure portrayal of the child Wednesday. Excuse me very much. Unknown? <laughs> Have they not seen Mermaids or The Hard Way, Lonnie? Apparently not, Dylan. Mm. How dare they, really? Disgraceful. But no, pretty much they're spot on. It's it's the cast. That's what you're yeah. here for. It's, um, it's funny, actually, you mentioned Mermaids again, Dylan, one of our faves. Oh, yeah. Um, Angelica Houston apparently said that she assumed that the role was going to go to Cher. Um, so I don't know if Cher was involved or she just like, oh, this crazy character is going to, it's basically Cher. She'll probably get the role. Oh, Morticia. Yeah, Morticia, I should say, yeah. Ah, okay. Well, that would have been interesting. Hmm. 
I mean, I really liked Angelica Houston, though, so. Mm. But, yeah, I still would have seen it and sharing it, for sure. For sure. Uh, our boy, Roger Ebert. <laughs> yeah, okay. He, as we said, he's reviewed every film, you know, in his lifetime, so he's going to be there for all these films, pretty much. Yeah, sure. Um, just straight out of the blocks, he gets into it. Oh. There are a lot of little smiles in the Adams family and many chuckles and grins, but they don't add up to much. That's his first line, Todd. <laughs> just rough. Rough. Two stars, he gave it out of four. Oh, 50%. Oh, yeah, that's pretty terrible, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I think overall it's had like 64% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is, I think it's, yeah. it's probably okay. It's probably, it makes sense to me. Sitting above average, that's, yeah, pretty much the film. Yeah. Yeah. But what I've been reading, though, that the sequel is much more well-received. That's what I've heard, too. And I've heard there's a lot more Wednesday Adams in it, too. Okay, well, they know what to do, don't they? They've, they've identified the best part, and then they're going to expand oh, it. I love Christina Ritchie, but, yeah. Oh, Raul Julia was magic in this, I reckon. Have you seen him in much else? No, no. I recognise the name. Because mm. I was like, Raul Julia, I've, I've heard that name before. I looked it up. He's in the Street Fighter movie. Have you seen that? I haven't seen it, but people talk about his his performance as being yeah. a bit like this. He just commits fully to it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's 100% the best part of that as well. It's great stuff. I think the only film I've seen him in is Kiss of the Spider-Woman, which is like a prison drama. Um, but, he's again, really good. He's playing opposite... Um, is it William William Hurt? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, Who, again, yeah. is one of my favourite actors. So. Oh, really? Okay. Well, again, I don't go out looking for William Hurt films, but I've never like seen him in a movie and been like, yeah, he was bad. And I think he's always really good. Just so I make sure I got the right guy, it's Thunderbolt Ross. Right? Yeah, yeah. In the MCU. Yeah, cool. Yeah, mm. I like him. Yeah. One of my favourites, a bit much, but you know. Well, I, I just think he brings a lot of authenticity and, and heart to his roles, even if he's playing an arsehole like Thunderbolt. Okay, yeah, I can see that. Uh, anything else you want to say about Adam's family, Dylan? Uh, no, I think they're it's it's good stuff. I liked it. I mean, I'll, I'll say this: it's a bit dark. The ending, the the bad guys get buried alive. That's a bit. Okay, okay. I was gonna thank you for reminding me of that because again, <laughs> as I said, I had a big week and I was a bit sleepy watching this last night. Sure. Yeah. They actually died, right? They got buried alive. I, I think so. Yeah, because <laughs> they get um. They get blown out of a, a house with, like, a hurricane. Yeah. And they get blown into these graves with their names on it. And, and Pugsley <laughs> and Wednesday are there. And Pugsley's like, are they dead? And Wednesday's like, does it matter? Nice. And, yeah, so they either died and they got buried or mm. they got buried alive. So. Yeah, I'd hate to have that happen to me, I reckon. Oh. Yeah, I suppose. It's worst ways to go out, right, though? A lot of bad ways to go out. Oh, yeah, for sure. That is like, I know they were trying to scam you, but <laughs> murder. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But you know, they're creepy and they're kooky, yeah, one. Yeah, <laughs> they're yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, okay, so next time on the Christina Chronicles, which we do these about every once a month or every couple of weeks, Just whenever we want, really. Yeah. <laughs> You're probably expecting us to watch the Adams Family Values, aren't you? Is that happening, Dylan? What's next on the Christina Chronicles? No, it's not that. It's the Cemetery Club. Now, Dylan, 
this is what we thought about mermaids before we watched it. We actually quite liked it in the end, for the most part. Do you think we're going to actually come out smiling on the other side of Cemetery Club? Well, I watched the trailer, as I told you. Mm-hmm. Um, there was no Christina, oh, which is not looking good. <laughs> and I didn't think it was that funny, the trailer. Mm-hmm. And it's supposed to be a comedy, so uh-oh. Well, don't judge a movie by its trailer, Dylan. Oh, I'll still watch it. I have to. So <laughs> You do have to. <laughs> As is the law. Yeah. Yeah. Well, guess what, Dylan? You, you, me, Christina. We're on the social, aren't we? I guess, yeah. Is she? Yeah, she's on Instagram, at least. I saw her there. Okay. Cool, just, cool. Just like teeing up our eventual crossover episode with her. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's true, true. <laughs> um, it'd be great if you could give us a follow and a like and all those things on the socials. Also, telling a friend would be really helpful to um, get this the word out there about our show. Absolutely. Is, is she on Twitter? Do we know? Oh, we'll have a look. I think Tweet at her, Lonnie. A lot of people have Twitters, but they don't actually use them, you know. Uh, sure, sure. Um, but yeah, also subscribe to our show is really good. And if you give us a, a, a review and a rating on the, your podcast app, guess what? We'll give you a shout out. Yeah, even if it's even if it's a one star rating, we'll shout you out. Well, so far we've only got five stars, Dylan. So I think um, that's pretty. So much we're perfect. Where we are. Look, it's not for us to say, but well, the ratings the are facts. There, so the facts speak for themselves. <laughs> exactly right. All right. Until then, Dylan. I miss yeah. you, man. I miss you, man. I miss you, Christina. I miss you, Christina. I miss you, I miss you, Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.